Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that uncovers the lives and legacies of notable figures on the anniversary of their passing. Today, we're delving into the life of Klaus Fuchs, a physicist who played a controversial role in the development of nuclear weapons in the 20th century. Fuchs was a key scientist in the Manhattan Project, the U.S. research initiative that developed the atomic bomb during World War II. Later revealed to be a spy for the Soviet Union, his transfer of crucial nuclear secrets significantly impacted the Cold War's balance of power. His story is a complex blend of scientific achievement and espionage. Today marks the 38th anniversary of his passing. So without any further ado, let's explore the intricate and intriguing world of Klaus Fuchs. Part 1 Early Years of Genius, 1911-1933 Klaus Emil Julius Fuchs was born into an intellectually and politically engaged family on December 29, 1911, in Rüsselheim, Germany. His father, Emil Fuchs, was a respected Lutheran pastor and theologian, known for his progressive views and advocacy for social justice. This environment played a crucial role in shaping Klaus's early beliefs and values, instilling in him a strong sense of moral duty and political awareness. Excelling academically from a young age, Fuchs demonstrated a keen interest and aptitude in mathematics and physics. His education was grounded in the rich intellectual environment of Weimar Germany, a period marked by significant scientific and cultural advancements. Klaus's early life was not just about academic pursuits. He was deeply influenced by the political and social upheavals of post-World War I Germany. This period saw the rise of various political ideologies, including communism, which began to resonate with Fuchs. Klaus enrolled in the University of Leipzig in 1930, immersing himself in the world of theoretical physics. Leipzig was then a big hub for quantum mechanics, attracting some of the most brilliant minds in the field. Here, Fuchs was exposed to groundbreaking ideas and theories, further fueling his passion for physics. His academic excellence did not go unnoticed, and he soon found himself under the tutelage of renowned physicists. These early academic experiences were pivotal in shaping his future career path. However, Fuchs' time at the university was overshadowed by the rising tide of Nazism. The political and social climate in Germany was rapidly changing, with the Nazi party gaining more influence and power. The Fuchs family's liberal and anti-fascist stance placed them in the precarious position of being kind of an enemy of the Nazis. Klaus in particular found himself at odds with the growing fascist ideology, given his family's partial Jewish ancestry and their political beliefs. His commitment to social justice and equality ingrained from his upbringing led him to join the Social Democratic Party and later the Communist Party of Germany. These affiliations were not just ideological, but also a form of resistance against the oppressive and discriminatory policies of the Nazis. Part 2. Fleeing Nazism and Contributing to the War Efforts, 1933-1943 The political climate in Germany rapidly deteriorated with the rise of the Nazi regime, forcing Klaus Fuchs to confront the harsh reality of his precarious situation. In 1933, recognizing the growing threat to his safety due to his political affiliations and Jewish ancestry, Fuchs made a life-altering decision to leave Germany. He fled to England, a move that marked the beginning of a new chapter in his life, one that would see him transition from a promising student to a key figure in the most significant scientific endeavor of the 20th century. Arriving in England, Fuchs continued his pursuit of physics at the University of Bristol. 
Here he was able to delve deeper into the theoretical aspects of the field, distancing himself from the political turmoil of his homeland. His academic work in Bristol earned him a PhD in 1937 under the supervision of Neville Mott, a notable physicist in his own right. Fuchs's thesis on the theory of electrons and positive holes was a testament to his profound understanding and innovative approach to quantum mechanics. After completing his PhD, Fuchs moved to the University of Edinburgh, where he worked as an assistant to Max Born, a German-Jewish physicist who had also fled the Nazis. This period was crucial in shaping Fuchs's future career. Under Born's mentorship, he honed his skills in theoretical physics, specifically in areas that would later prove vital in nuclear research. His work during this time, though academic in nature, laid the groundwork for his later contributions to the atomic bomb. The outbreak of World War II in 1939 marked a turning point in Fuchs's life. His expertise in theoretical physics, particularly his knowledge of quantum mechanics and solid-state physics, made him a valuable asset in the war effort. Recognizing his potential, British authorities cleared Fuchs to work on the country's top-secret atomic bomb project, known as the Tube Alloys Project. This was a significant leap for Fuchs, who had, just a few years earlier, been a refugee fleeing persecution. In the Tube Alloys Project, Fuchs worked on problems related to the isotope separation of uranium, a key process in the development of atomic weapons. His contributions were not limited to theoretical work, he also played a crucial role in the practical aspects of bomb design. Fuchs transitioned from a theoretical physicist to a key player in the development of nuclear weapons was remarkable, showcasing not only his scientific genius, but also his ability to apply theoretical knowledge to practical real-world problems. Part 3. The Manhattan Project and the Seeds of Espionage, 1943-1946 In 1943, Klaus Fuchs' life took a dramatic turn when he was recruited to join the Manhattan Project in the United States, the Allied effort to develop atomic weapons during World War II. His move to the project's main site at Los Alamos, New Mexico, marked a pivotal moment in his career. Here, Fuchs was among the world's brightest minds in physics, including Robert Oppenheimer, Richard Feynman, and Niles Bohr. His role in the Manhattan Project was crucial, where he worked on theoretical problems relating to the first nuclear weapons, including the development of the hydrogen bomb. Fuchs's contributions to the Manhattan Project were significant. He was involved in solving complex problems related to the implosion method, a technique critical for the detonation of the plutonium bomb. His expertise in theoretical physics, particularly in the behavior of electrons and positive holes, was invaluable in refining the design and efficiency of atomic bombs. Amid his scientific work, Fuchs harbored a perilous secret. Driven by his communist beliefs and the desire to maintain a balance of power uh, in the post-World War II world, he began passing highly classified information to the Soviet Union. Fuchs believed that no single nation should monopolize the power of atomic weapons. His espionage activities included meticulously relaying detailed information about the bomb's design, production, and potential capabilities. Fuchs's position at Los Alamos provided him access to sensitive information, which he discreetly passed to Soviet contacts, significantly aiding their atomic program. Fuchs's espionage was not just a betrayal of the trust placed in him by his colleagues and the Allied forces, it was also a strategic move that shifted the dynamics of global power. His actions, driven by a blend of ideological commitment and geopolitical calculation, would have long-lasting implications in the Cold War era. 
By the time the Manhattan Project successfully tested the first atomic bomb in July of 1945, Fuchs had firmly established himself as both a respected physicist and a covert Soviet informant. His double life was a striking contradiction. On one hand, he was contributing to a project that would end the war and reshape global politics. On the other, he was undermining this very effort by ensuring that the Soviet Union would not lag in the nuclear arms race. Part 4. Unmasking the Spy and Reflecting on a Dual Legacy, 1946-1988 to After the war, Klaus Fuchs returned to England and continued his work in theoretical physics, now at the Atomic Energy Research Establishment at Harwell. Unbeknownst to his colleagues, Fuchs maintained his covert activities, continuing to provide the Soviet Union with critical information on the West's nuclear advancements. His double life, however, was about to unravel. The unraveling began in the late 1940s, when American and British intelligence, bolstered by decrypted Soviet communications codenamed Venona, started to suspect a leak within the Manhattan Project. The trail eventually led to Fuchs, and after intense surveillance and investigation, Fuchs was confronted with evidence in January of 1950. Facing undeniable proof, he confessed to being a Soviet spy. Fuchs' confession sent shockwaves throughout the scientific and political communities. He was arrested and tried in March of 1950 and sentenced to 14 years in prison, the maximum term for passing military secrets to a friendly nation. His trial and conviction were a media sensation, stirring public debate on loyalty, espionage, and the ethics of nuclear proliferation. During his nine years in prison, he was released in 1959 for good behavior. Fuchs' story continued to evoke intrigue and controversy. His actions significantly accelerated the Soviet Union's atomic bomb program, contributing to the rapid onset of the nuclear arms race in the Cold War. His espionage had not only political repercussions, but also deeply personal ones, as many of his former colleagues felt truly betrayed. After his release, Fuchs moved to East Germany, where he resumed his scientific career. He became the deputy director of the Institute for Nuclear Research in Rosendorf, and later the director of the Central Institute for Nuclear Physics in Dresden. Despite his past, Fuchs continued to make contributions to physics, though his legacy remained overshadowed by his espionage. Klaus Fuchs died on January 28, 1988, in East Berlin. His death prompted a reevaluation of his life and his actions. Some viewed him as a traitor who betrayed his adopted country, while others saw him as a committed ideologue who acted in the interest of maintaining global balance. His legacy is a truly complex one, reflecting the intricate and often murky intersection of science, ethics, and politics in the nuclear age. Klaus Fuchs' story is not just a narrative of scientific achievement and espionage. It's a window into the turbulent world of the mid-20th century and geopolitics, where the lines between right and wrong were often blurred. His life serves as a reminder of the immense responsibility that comes with scientific knowledge and the profound impacts individuals can have on world history. And that concludes today's episode on Klaus Fuchs, a figure whose life story intertwines groundbreaking scientific contributions with world-altering espionage. He's also who died today, January 28th. If you're intrigued by the complex interplay of science, ethics, and international politics in Fuchs' story, or want to learn more about his role in both the Manhattan Project and Cold War espionage, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and try to give us a subscribe. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we continue to unravel the lives of individuals whose actions have had profound implications on global events and scientific advancements. I'm your host, Peter, thanking you for joining us in examining the multifaceted legacy of Klaus Fuchs.